five, four, three, two, one. Good morning. Good morning. It is Sunday day. Nothing I was reading. You're reading text on the Bible talk? It just came through, so as soon as you started that, my phone went So I was actually getting out of it so I can... It is Sunday day for us. Monday morning for you guys. We just got back from Modesto. We had service. We had uh, a good lunch with early dinner, lunch, I don't know what you call it, with the handful of... Uh, it was breakfast, lunch, and probably dinner for us. A handful <laughs> of the um, church family. Yeah. Had a great time, had some laughs. And, uh, and then we came right home. It's a rainy day. Yeah, it's rainy, it's cold. And I told him, can we do devotional early so I can get into some sweats and a sweatshirt and be warm in a blanket? Bam. That's all I want to do, guys, because I am cold. Did we used to do BAM or something like that in the first videos? I think so. Oh. Yeah, I think we did. So, yeah, guys, it was a really good um, sermon. The word of, I think the, the word that the Lord had for us was a really, really good because I think it's, um, it's important for us not to let our guard down. The real Terminator. <clears throat> you know, I think a lot of, uh, on first glance, somebody might say, Man, what do you mean you're using mo movie things? But here's the thing is that we are an illustrative people, you know? Like people, they learn hands-on. People yeah. are visual. We're visual learners. We're visual. And I think that's why people learn so much at House of Rest is because I always try to work with visuals or some kind of story or some kind of example. Yeah. And um, I don't know why I was thinking about the Terminator, but... <laughs> You know? hey, it worked. Yeah. It definitely worked. And, and I really believe that it really, really got through and it penetrated to so many people's hearts because I think um, it, it really does. It's, it's unfortunate, but I think it's such a good thing that people, we have to be spoken to in layman terms, you know, in a sense mm -hmm. where things have to be broken down um, and they have to be explained so well, it's not it's not so that it's thorough. it's not that it doesn't because people are smart yeah but a lot of times a sermon only reaches the brain it doesn't get to the heart but the thing is yeah. is that the word of the word of god is it's i mean it's spoken in parables sometimes and it's yeah. it's sometimes it's it's hard for somebody to really really understand it to where it has such a it has such a, a, a deep effect. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes it 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 affects surface wise. Yeah. And and for it to have such a, a, a really hard effect and for it to really penetrate the heart, they need to be able to really, really truly um, understand it. Um and for I, I really, really believe that in order for somebody to really, truly, truly understand it on the first time around, they really need to dissect something. But you allow you allow them to understand it yeah. in such a way where it, it really <clears throat> it penetrates them immediately. 
and they really, really do understand it. And I think that's what's really, really important. And, and I think that's what's great about the way you allow them to understand it. Though. But like, I think sometimes like when we say, oh, Jesus died on the cross, mm-hmm. we just kind of flippantly just like, you know, I remember as a kid, I think I've shared it a few times, this little dog that we all loved, me and my cousins, because my cousins lived mm-hmm. down the street. The dog got hit by a car. There was no way he could survive. First of all, in the country, ain't nobody taking dogs to vets. Second, this 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 dog was mangled, but it was still living. Yeah. Had to call my dad to basically take it out of its misery. Uh, so my dad had to go run and get his pistol. You know, and I mean, when you say, you know, Jesus died on the cross. You know, it's like, have you ever seen a loved one die? Have you ever seen an animal die? Have you ever seen anything die? It is, it is, it is, uh, it, it, it affects you. Yeah, it does. To see this, this, this little animal that we all loved and played with the kid and it was suffering and for my dad to shoot it in the head, that was traumatic for a child. Yeah. Later on to see family die, to see, I saw my grandma take her last breath. I was in the hospital room as she took her last breath. I mean, it's, it's, um, so I think a lot of times when we say Jesus died on the cross, he died for you. I think it just kind of like goes over our heads instead yeah. of, so yeah. I think. I so, was there when my little brother died. It, yeah, know? it is. I've it's, seen it's, his body. i seen his body, his legs, literally his whole body slowly, his legs started to turn white. His body started to turn white slowly because his body was starting to lose function. It is not something you yeah, forget. You, you will never. You carry that the rest of your life. Yeah. My yeah. father, the same thing, you know. You know, as as a horrible person as he was, you know, it doesn't matter how horrible or uh, what a history you have with a person, regardless of who they are or what they are. When you see somebody die, it it does have an effect on you. Yeah, yeah. So imagine a violent death like Jesus. Yeah. You know, so that's why, like today's, you know, when I bring in movie clips and I bring in the the Terminator soundtrack theme song. I'm trying to paint a picture to really allow the people to truly grasp that there is something like a Terminator that will not stop, that wants to utterly destroy us. And in the movie, no matter where Sarah Connor went, he would find her. Yeah. You know, and that's just a movie, you know. And I think another important thing I wanted to really throw out there, and I kept making the congregation say, where was the war at? In heaven. In heaven. And he's coming down because I think a lot of myself included um, that, and and I think we don't explain when I'm like, oh yeah, the enemy's been defeated. He's been defeated already. He's been, you know, and it's like almost like saying, let's say a football team's fighting a football team, but they got that team got defeated last week. Yeah. Well, guess what? I still gotta play you now. Yeah. Yeah, you were defeated last week by the other, you know, so. I think I really tried driving that home is that, yes, he was defeated in heaven and he comes with great wrath, yeah. you know? And I think that, I hope that a lot of, that it affected, you know, th- this young man came up, man, at the altar call. I've never seen him before. And I mean, he just had tears. Just, I don't know why. I don't know what. But the thing is, you is know? that, you know, the thing is, is that I, when I was up there in my heart, you know, I just the Lord just kept saying, you know, you know, go get my son, go get my son. And I I just, you know, sometimes we have to listen to the voice of God. 
we have to take mm-hmm. heed and we have to listen. And I was like, Lord, you know, you know, I'm okay, you know, and I got off and I walked all the way around. And see, here's the thing, guys, when we when we listen to what the you know, when we obey and we listen to the voice of God, you know, when I went over there, I seen him cleaning his tears. Yeah. You know, and sometimes, you know, um, we have to realize that sometimes, you know, the, the, you know, the children of God sometimes need that, that push or sometimes they need that help and sometimes they won't come up on their own. And, um, and I said, you know, can we pray? Can we pray for you and your son? And he said, yes, please. And, you know, and, and he needed, he needed to go up because, you know, the the Lord had a word from him, for him. Yeah. You know, and, and that's when I, you know, I, and I told you and you immediately, you know, started to pray for him and, and the Lord gave you something for him. And that was, that was the, the beautiful thing is that I knew that the Lord had a word for him. I, I just knew it. It's a trip is the fact that I get it. Some sermons are very emotional, very, this was, this was a sermon about Satan. And so I'm not sure what he was going through, but obviously I've always said that if you're here, it's because God wanted you to hear this message for whatever reason, something, it affected him, Yeah, you know, and, um, but he, he has a, he has a praying mom though. I will say that. Yes. He has a mother. His mother was there and she said, I've been praying and praying and praying for the salvation of my son. Yes. You know, so you never know, man. Anytime you share, those of you brothers or sisters that have YouTube videos or that put a post on Facebook, you never know when somebody's going to come to the Lord. You have no idea. There be might be something. That's why I always say share, 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 share on Facebook, share on YouTube, even if it makes no sense. Like sometimes I put a random thought. Yeah. I do these, if you're on my Facebook, you see that every once in a while I just throw some random thought um, because this is why I do it. Because I feel like the Lord gave that to me for somebody to read. Yeah. Somebody. And what if I hold it? If I just hold it? You know, I don't want to be a spiritual hoarder. You know, the people that hoard in their houses where everything's packed up. You know, sometimes, like, I think in the spiritual sense, we learn all this knowledge and biblical things and we hoard it when it's meant to be poured out. It's Mm -hmm. meant to be shared. Yes. You know, and so I had a good time. It, It was it was a powerful sermon. I think it was fun for me. Mm-hmm. I love I love the Terminator series. I just bought the new. I remember the newest, latest, latest one. I still haven't seen it yet, you know. But guys, um, I grew up in the '80s. You know what I mean? So, you know, um, I remember. I still remember my brother Ruben taking me to see Terminator. I was 12 years old. You know, so all those old, you know, Rocky movies and Terminator. And, yeah, but. So, guys, I always make movie references, you know, and uh, I mean, I, I I like film. I even like to film. So, but <clears throat> other than that, you know, I think um, we need to really recalibrate our minds and realize that we are in a spiritual war, you yeah. know. I mean, what would you do knowing that somebody wants to hurt your loved ones? Well, see, that's the thing. I think a lot of the times, because because we live in a world of defeat, a lot of the times we think that we have to live a life of defeat. Yeah. And that's the thing is that, like you said earlier, is that we got to change our mindset. It's our mind that needs to be changed, you know. And if we change here, mm-hmm. 
-hmm. you know, then then we'll be able to accomplish so much. Um, and we got to walk around in triumphant as victors and and remember, you know, that that we do not walk in defeat, that we are victorious in, in, in life, you know, that we are victorious in, in Christ, period. And I think that if, if we do walk, you know, in victory in all that we do, that even when we do have a struggle, even when we do have um, a hardship or anything, or we do trip or, or anything, that we have the capability to get yeah. up that we can get up and and still you know overcome that mm -hmm. that moment that we still can overcome that hardship and everything because guess what we're still victorious regardless of that of that hardship we we're still victorious even though we had a bump in the road or anything because there's nothing there's nothing that can ever hold us down you know yeah yeah and we have to believe that and know that but the thing is, is that if we don't know that here, then we'll never understand what Christ did here from his love and his heart, what he did for us, yeah. you know, in love. I mean, that's why I wanted to take my time on that verse where I said, we always want to fight the strongholds, but yeah. in the scripture. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Here. And we're over here looking for fights everywhere else. And it's, it starts, it starts with us. Yeah. I think that was so. I think that's why it was so. It was easier for me, you know. And I know that even though my son, he might have said it in a gesture where he, to him he might have sounded like he was playing around or whatever. But I know in his heart when he was saying, "Oh, you don't love me. Why are you leaving?" Oh. You know, and everything. But I know in his heart, you know, I know it might might have been. Um, there might have been some truth where he was kind of feeling like, why are you leaving, mom? Yeah. You know, but there's no way for him to ever get through or call out for God or to for him to depend on God mm -hmm. if I don't step aside. Do you get what I'm and saying? That's hard. And and it's one of the hardest things because I remember I remember years ago when, you know, when I had to leave my daughter in one of the hardest places, when my daughter was going through some hardships and, and I told you that I went to go leave her, um, at a rehab, yeah. you know, back, you know, many, many years back when she was only 17 years old or, or 17 or so. And I went to leave her at a rehab and it was the hardest thing for me to pack up some bags and she didn't even know that she was, I was leaving her down in some, in a remote area in these mountains. And, um, for me to have to walk away and for her to, to be like, what are you doing? Why are you leaving me here? Yeah. And, you know, for, for her to say, you know, I hate you. I hate you. You know, I wish you were dead and everything. And for me to have to turn away and say, Lord, I, I just leave her in your hands and I have to leave because I love her. And because I love her, I'm going to leave and not turn back. And as a mother, you know, it's one of the hardest things to walk away from your children, you know, and, and, to, and to trust. Yeah. And that's one of the hardest things. And I remember Abraham was so small. He was so tiny. And he'd just look at me and be like, Mom. He was crying and saying, Mom, would 
you know, as she's crying, as she's crying, why are you leaving her here? Why are you leaving her here? And I would just tell him, just keep walking, Abraham, just keep walking. And he'd be like, no, mom, no, why are you leaving? And I'd just be like, Abraham, please. And I remember that it was the hardest thing for me to swallow my saliva. And I felt like I was swallowing my heart. But you know what? You go and you just walk away and just leave it in God's hands. But you know, now this day, right now, she, she tells me, you know, mom, it was the best thing that you could have ever done yeah. for me. And I praise God for that, you guys. I praise God for that because, you know, my daughter is my only daughter and she is one of the most amazing mothers. And she is such a beautiful woman, you know, and um, I praise God for who she is. And, and for the, the, just the, the amazing human being that she is. And for, for the strength that the Lord gave me, you know, and it, it, I felt like that moment, you know, the other day when I walked out and I just said, Lord, I, I give you my son and I just walk away with that peace in my heart. You know, sometimes you have to walk away so that your children can rely on God and so that they can cry out on the Lord's strength. And that's what you have to do sometimes. I remember my mom has shared with me that, <clears throat> you know, before up to the point where I got saved, you know, she used to pray for my salvation. All, all my brothers, you know, she used to pray for my salvation. And, and she would sometimes say, Lord, do whatever you need to do, whatever it takes. So then when I got arrested, and they're talking years and years and years, she almost regretted and she's like lord not like this yeah you know but ultimately you know my mom felt like she's like i released you to him and she was sometimes when you release people sometimes they hit rock bottom you know they hit rock bottom you know and um have you ever seen a kite when you let the string go it'll come crashing and all of a sudden when somebody pulls it it rises back up you know and um and my mom was heartbroken, and, and she felt like, you know, I, I'm the one that prayed for this. And look now, I lost my son. But, you know, six years is, is a long time, but it's not an eternity. You know, look what I've gained. I've been out now 11 years, and God has blessed me, and she has me. And I'm not out and about, who knows, doing what, you know. And I think sometimes it's a scary thing to do. You know, but nevertheless, you know, God, God, I like what somebody, I've heard it said before, but I heard it said recently that God doesn't have grandchildren. He only has children. <laughs> so what I mean by that is that a lot of times we think God loves us. So maybe our kids are like his grandkids. No, those are his children too. And if he loved us enough to save us, what makes us think he can't save them? You know, and man, you know, and it just... It's a hard thing, you know, it's a hard thing, you know, so. It is, it, it really is, you know, and I think the biggest process of, of everything is, is, is trust, you know, because I think a lot of the times, you know, people, people lose trust. And, and the thing is, is that you have to learn to just trust. Trust God, you mean? Yeah. Or, yeah. You know, because if you lose trust in the world and you lose trust in people and everything, you really, 
you 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 say, oh, I trust in God. I trust in God. I, I trust in, in Jesus. I trust in him. But the moment something happens, the moment something happens, it's hard for you to fully let go and trust. And let's be honest, sometimes it's hard because we, we say we, we trust with all our heart and we say we trust with everything that we got. And then something happens and then the walls come up because inside we're scared to admit that we fully cannot let go and fully trust God with the situation. We fully cannot. And we're, we're just like, well, well, maybe the doctors, you know, can do this and maybe the doctors can do that. And maybe, well, we start questioning things and we start trying to put our own two cents and we start trying to make decisions and we start trying to fix this and we start trying to fix that. And we, we start trying to, you know, justify and start trying to do things. And then slowly we figured since, um, you know, things aren't going our way, we start to move back a little bit because it didn't go our way or maybe because our decisions are maybe a little bit compromising or certain things that, you know, maybe we start to move away from the things of God because maybe our decisions are not the decisions that, you know, um, not godly or something or who knows, you know. But here's the thing is that that's where you really begin to see where your faith is. So, you know, we have to really, really fully trust. And that's where you see where your faith really is. So you have to really trust in God. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's hard, guys. It really, really is hard. And you really, really don't know, um, you really don't know where you stand sometimes until you go through tough times, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, because even like, even something like COVID. Something simple. My heart went out to those that got COVID and I thought I got it. I thought I understood it until we got it. Remember? Yeah. And then it's like, whoa. You know, and it was weird because then after we survived it, we saw how nonchalant other people were that have never had it. And they're like, ah, oh, there ain't no virus. Oh, this and that. And I'm like, dude, you don't know. You have no idea. So we went, we tend to minimize the things we don't go through. Same thing when you don't have a loved one incarcerated, when you don't have somebody lost on drugs, when you don't have, you know, we, we tend to minimize other people's situations yeah situations man you know and we have to be careful with that man because you know (laughs) we can't be insensitive yeah so many things happen in this world and nothing says you won't ever go through something yeah next time it could be you you know that's what like my heart goes out like when i you know we went to i don't know how many funerals this year from covid you know and 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 just sicknesses because yeah. like Sister Deanna and stuff and, you know, and you're just there and you see the family and the loved ones and you like, one of these days that's going to be me. 
because that's going to be somebody in my family, or it's going to be my family because of me. You have to come to the realization of that, you know, and that's not an easy thing to swallow, but I'll tell you what, it's a lot easier when you have Christ. It's a lot easier when you have Christ because with Christ comes hope. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like we're, we're all going to die. So the difference is are you going to die in Christ or not? Because trust me, it might not make a difference to you now, but when you're about to bury somebody or somebody's about to bury you and when you know they're in Christ, believe me, it's a different hope. It's a, it's a sadness, but it's a different sadness. Yeah. You know, I can say from experience, man, it's a different, whole different thing. So, you know, and, and you know, it's it's crazy because, you know, a lot of people can say like, well, gosh, you know, some things are, you know, are not that serious and some things are and this and that. But you see the spiral of, of so many things, you know, um, I I see how quickly depression can set in 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 people and how the oppression and depression can and can come in and destroy mm -hmm. families like so easily you know um i remember seeing it at the beginning of last year in in one family um from i think it was a uh, from my my old boss i remember um an illness took place. It was a sudden illness. And, you know, and through that came depression um, that took place. And from the depression, um, suicide attempt took place, you know, and attempt or fulfillment. Remember he remember he didn't he Oh yeah. that's right, that's right. Yeah, he tried whatever to happened? I don't even know whatever happened to him. He he stayed uh, a vegetable? Yeah. Wow. He stayed that's pretty much uh, mentally mentally Which ill is even worse yeah yes guys you know he tried to commit suicide um and he shot himself in the head because of you know he got sick and he tried to commit suicide and um shot himself in the head and he didn't he didn't succeed and it became um became really bad and that's what you know uh depression can can lead you know when a person becomes ill and of course you know the enemy is there like david said today is to kill and destroy and to just want to you know to to bring these lies and deception and all of that and you know and and it happens so quickly because you know illness or a, a sudden tragedy can take place and everything you know, and, and those are the things that me, myself as a mother come in and I'm in prayer over over my son and everything. And that's what I'm coming to pray against. You know, I'm coming to pray against the depression and the oppression and everything, because here you have a thriving man, you know, who, you know, engineer and everything and just got married, you know, in a home and everything and just loses an eye. And you know, so I'm sitting here and these are the things as a mother that I'm praying for that that oppression and depression doesn't come in and set in and everything 
So these are the things that I come against. These are the things that I'm coming in the spiritual realm to pray against. And these are the things, guys, that we need to, as parents, to pray over our children and to pray over our families. Because these are the things that we see in the spiritual realm that a lot of the things that tangible and people don't see out there. And these are the things that we need to pray against, you know? Yeah. And so th- when, when we go through these, these things, these are the things that people don't see. But see, we know this stuff. So we got to pray against this stuff. You know, we, we know that the enemy is out there to destroy and to bring these things. And, and, and that's what we're here to break. And that's what we're here to, to pray against. So guys, you know, it's real. It's out there. But that's what we're here for. That's what we're here to to pray against. So this is why it's so important that we stay connected. This is why it's so important that, you know, we say in our word, this is why it's so important that we stay strengthened in the things of the Lord. This is why. I'm going to have a hard time titling this video because we're like the certs, sorted flavors. (laughs) No, that's not certs. That's um, that's not certs, oh, babe. That's um, lifesavers. Yeah, lifesavers. Oh, that's lifesavers. Yeah, because um, I have no idea if we stayed on topic on anything. We, we just talked it. about all kinds of stuff. We didn't. So, um, I don't know. It's going to be called something. Call it lifesavers. That doesn't make sense either. Lifesaver. So, um, but well, yeah, that's guys. That's the whole point. Lifesaver. Hmm. Assorted. Yeah, but that doesn't... Nobody's going to be like, oh, Lifesaver, I want to click on that. Like, nobody wants to click on that. That doesn't make sense. I don't know what I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it, do not click on this. Call it, whatchamacallit. What the heck is he staring at? Abraham's weird sometimes. See him back there? Well, now he ain't <laughs> laughing. All of a sudden, he ain't laughing now. Mm. So anyways, guys, um, see you tomorrow. Have a good day today. Have a blessed day. And uh, we'll see you on Tuesday morning. Bye. Bye.